0: As Israel levels Gaza, the U.S. media fuels the fire. I'm Amy Goodman, host of Democracy Now! with Dennis Moynihan, and our weekly Breaking the Sound Barrier podcast. As Israel intensifies its brutal response to Hamas's brutal October 7th attack, it's important to hear from those at the target end of the weapons, from both sides of the conflict. The mainstream media in the United States consistently brings us the voices of Israelis who have suffered violence at the hands of Hamas gunmen. Let that be a model for coverage of Palestinian grief. We rarely hear from Palestinian civilians. Hearing people speak for themselves is the first step to breaking down barriers to fostering understanding that can lead to a just peace. Not long after the Hamas attack. Israel began its latest intense bombardment of the Gaza Strip. Bearing the full force of that retaliation are the 2.4 million Palestinians who Israel has blockaded in Gaza, almost half of whom are children. The Gaza Strip, roughly four miles wide and 25 miles long, is one of the most densely populated places on Earth and has long been described as the world's largest open-air prison. Under so-called normal conditions, Gazans live under a severe military occupation. No one gets in or out without Israel's permission. Israel controls Gaza's water, food, and fuel. Now, in the wake of the Hamas attack, the Israeli siege and bombardment of Gaza has become cataclysmic. Israeli Defense Minister Yoav Galant announced, quote, We are imposing a complete siege in Gaza. There will be no food, no water, no fuel. Everything will be closed. We are fighting against human animals, he said. As of the time of this writing, 1,300 Israelis have been confirmed killed and thousands injured, with an estimated 150 people kidnapped. More than 1,350 Palestinians have been killed and 6,000 wounded as Israel devastates Gaza in an act of collective punishment that's illegal under international law.
1: There is no single place, you can call it safe haven in Gaza. Um, aeroplane fighters, drones, flying all over the sky, and it's your lottery number, whether it's an apartment, whether it's tower with 100 apartments, whether it's a house, whether it's a hospital, whether it's a school, shelter used by UNRWA.
0: UNRWA is the U.N.'s Palestinian Relief Agency. That's Raji Sarani, director of the Palestinian Center for Human Rights in Gaza and winner of the Robert F. Kennedy Human Rights Award, said on the Democracy Now! NewsHour. As he spoke, his house shook from an explosion.
1: Netanyahu says gazan should leave Gaza. Where to? Even we don't have safe passage. And the minister of defense say uh, we are going to cut electricity, water, food, oil, everything, and it will be cut on, on, on Gaza. So uh, 2.4 million civilians in Gaza are subject to unprecedented uh, situation. It's it's very genocidal.
0: Ofer Kassif, an Israeli-Jewish member of the Knesset, or Parliament, said on Democracy Now!
2: I got a WhatsApp message from a very good friend of mine who was hiding with her husband in the kibbutz. And, the, and she told me she was very afraid and she could hear the Hamas uh, fighters outside. Unfortunately, those were probably the last words she ever wrote because she was murdered with, it, with her husband just after she sent me that message. A very good friend of mine was also against the occupation, a voter of our party. What I'm trying to say is that innocent people, innocent civilians of both sides, Israelis and Palestinians, pay the price of the arrogant, uh, criminal, ongoing occupation that Israel refuses to end.
0: U.S. news networks have dispatched correspondents to Israel to cover the violence, but there are few Palestinians being interviewed, or Israeli peace activists or reporters who oppose the occupation. Reports that Hamas beheaded babies are widely circulated on major news channels by Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu and by President Biden. When questioned, the White House walked back the claim, saying they could not confirm the reports. The actual violence is horrible enough. 260 young people massacred at a music festival dedicated to unity and love. A kibbutz described by one resident as home to Israeli peaceniks was destroyed, with over 100 killed and many kidnapped by Hamas. In Gaza, entire families, entire neighborhoods are being erased by Israeli bombs. Hospitals and ambulances are being attacked. At least six journalists have been killed in Gaza attempting to report on the Israeli assault that's only expected to worsen.
3: The idea that you can coop up five million people, put them behind walls, tighten the siege on them, uh, use an eyedropper to allow them some food, some water, some electricity, that idea has Exploded uh, as a result of the horrific events of the past two and a half days. This cannot continue.
0: That's Rashid Khalidi, renowned Palestinian-American scholar, the Edward Said Professor of Modern Arab Studies at Columbia University, speaking on Democracy Now.
3: The United States should be trying to 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 defuse the situation. Instead, I think they're blindly going ahead with the policies that they have followed in the past. Uh, You do not send presents, as President Biden has done, to an apartheid government that is moving towards basically destroying the protections of the Israeli constitution for Israeli Jews and annexing the West Bank. And that's what this administration has been doing. That's what previous administrations have done. We finance this occupation. We finance this violence. There are American weapons that are being used today, right now, in Gaza, to kill innocent civilians in violation of US law.
0: The United States has the power to pressure Israel to end its occupation of Gaza, the West Bank, and Jerusalem. First, the media must allow the American public to hear the voices of victims from all sides of this conflict. I'm Amy Goodman with Dennis Moynihan.